2: Here we go, off and running on this penultimate day of November 2023, the final prayer meeting Wednesday of November 2023. This is The Horn. Head on. Live. That's where you'll find us on the interweb tubes. That's where you go if you'd like to be part of the merry, wacky, zany, real-time, madcap multimedia extravaganza. there's The Horn chat room, the three hours in which this program is live, Monday through Friday, 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, all time zones in between and the Great Blow Brown. And, uh, where, if you are in fact listening live, you can, uh, pop by the aforementioned Mary Wacky Zany, etc. And be greeted by the early arrivers.
0: Uh,
2: that means, uh, uh, well, uh, Squeaky and Anatole and Ralph and capably moderated by corn Chief Agronomist, Chief Mathematician Bud Trimmer Emeritus and Foreman of Fermentation Roger in Oregon. Yeah. Hi, y'all. I'm Robin. And uh, if you're listening to the podcast, pretty please, there's Theo in the room. Hey, Theo. Uh, if you're li- listening to the podcast, Please, if you would be so kind as to like each and every podcast, it would be a great benefit because it uh, increases the visibility of the program and we bring new friends into the fold of our little community congregation family. So, uh, yes, please leave a comment for the algorithms. It really makes its weird. I'm actually seeing it happen. It makes a difference. A uh, little technical note: the White Rose Society website is down again, so I can't upload I can't upload programs there um, until well, um, until I I don't know, maybe the server needs to be rebooted or something. But I'm kind of SOL for that uh, right now. Uh, let's see um, other program notes. I have an appointment tomorrow afternoon. I hope it will not interfere with the program, but if it does, I will put a, a note up on social media. And that's, uh, but I don't expect it to. Uh, and uh, whew, two nights in a row, this hateful shit, and, and windy and hatefully cold, and uh, it's. Uh, it's uh, thank you, Brother Deacon Asa. The stream is streaming, and the packets are passing. And Herman Kane, Herb Kane, to Sarah Palin is still dead. Um, yeah, this the, last night made me think of that line from uh, what was it, Richard the Third: Na- now is the winter of our discontent." Huh? And and you know and and the rest of this. Is, uh, now is the winter of our discontent made glorious summer by the sun of York and all the clouds that lowered upon our house tops in the deep bosom of the ocean buried screw that it's just now is the winter of our discontent and I can I can feel it I mean, I'm, not try, I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer or anything but I can feel it um, the light is fading almost more aggressively um uh, Oh, wow, that sounds so good, Roger. Roger's going to be AWOL tomorrow. uh, Making lemon curd for the jam sale. Oh, oh, that just hurts. Uh, That that sounds so yummy. Uh, Enjoy it, though, Roger. That sounds like a real blast. Um, But, no, it's it's so... uh, I'm just discontented and... I'll be this way until somewhere around the 21st, 22nd of December, then I'll perk up a little bit even though it'll get even colder. At present, yeah, well, compounded. Um Oh, uh, uh Matt, uh Matt says the PayPal button seems to be missing from the contribute page. Well, that's it's on the main page Matt thank you um, uh, the PayPal button is on the main page and it's not particularly big but it's the yellow oval PayPal and it's on the main page if it's not there Matt on the main page please let me know uh, it, but uh, now that I've got a, a piping hot cup of Decaf Earl Grey, don't, don't, yeah, I have to, you don't want me on, uh, you don't have, you don't want me on caffeine, you really, really don't, but I have a, a cup of decaf Earl Grey sweetened with Splenda, and uh, it's warm, and it's comforting, and I don't know, I feel a little like Captain Picard, Earl Grey, uh. Uh, devotee that he is there's our obligatory Star Trek reference for the evening but every program here at the Horn begins with gratitude and this program is no different Uh, big thanks big big thanks go out to our dear friend Harold the uh, president and CEO of Sotstras the secret open carry happy trails roundup society who uh, uh, sent uh, sent some uh, contribution along and said I hope this helps with your tripling challenge happy holidays Harold it helped tremendously so here's the uh, here's the deal we have and hopefully the deacons passing the plate this evening can get us there we have $195 to go Just $195, not even a regular evenings fundraising to go to qualify for the uh, anonymous Happy Holidays True Tripling Challenge uh, that can result in up to $1,500. So $195, and we are there. And thank you, Matt. It just came through. Thank you so much. So fingers crossed, and that would end the month of November fully funded. So two out of the last four months would have been fully funded. And two out of, let's see, uh, uh, two out of the last seven months will be fully funded. But just ending the, ending, ending the month fully funded is, is huge because it means we're not backfilling. Thank you. Thank you, Harold. Thank you. And uh, 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 Ralph said, oh, my, I'll offer a $25 challenge for Donnie getting caught. Because uh, he keeps getting caught. I had a feeling this was happening. Uh, the Daily Beast reporting Trump caught moving money around to pay massive tax bill. He uh, he wasn't supposed to be transferring funds without notifying the court-appointed auditor. Well, he just got caught paying himself so he could pay his taxes. <laughs> uh What we're talking about here is the potential disgorgement that will flow from the trial in um, the New York Supreme Court in Manhattan as administered by Justice Ngoron. Barbara S. Jones is the auditor... She is a former federal judge who sat the bench in New York. And she ha- she's, she's riding shotgun on the Trump organization to make sure that they don't try to sleaze around and get out from under their financial obligations. And, uh, well, he got, he got caught, uh, Tangerine Tiberius did, moving some $40 million from the Trump organization into a personal bank account so he could cover a $29 million tax tab. That's rather a lot of money. But Barbara Jones caught him and dropped the dime on him to um, the Supreme Court of the State of New York in uh, in Manhattan. Humongous transfers that were never brought to her attention by the Trumps.
3: Uh, well, we meant to tell her there's just so many people and it's the holiday season and we're wrapping packages and planning parties and, and, and things Just we, we forgot.
2: He should have uh, notified uh, well he and his uh, dirty gets were supposed to have notified Auditor Jones anytime they moved more than five million dollars out of the massive trust on the problem is they, Well, they didn't. And Jones found it upon an examination of 10 months of bank statements from 12 separate accounts belonging to what is called the Donald J Trump revocable trust see there are revocable trusts and irrevocable trusts an irrevocable trust once you've signed the signed the paperwork you can't get out of it a revocable trust however you can get out of it basically at any point in time that you decide So when Barbara Jones asked about it uh, they said uh, um, "Well, uh, these transactions included a cash transfer of $29 million to Donald J. Trump which I have confirmed was used for tax payments. And everything else went to his legal bills. A lot of which had to do with the legal bills he had when he got busted for the sexual assault of E. Jean Carroll and had to pay $5 million and is now uh, embroiled in litigation to find out how much more he has uh, has to pay because he slimed all over her again when the original judgment came through. So, yes, Uh, in hopes of bringing, um, in hopes of uh, bringing in and finishing that 195 last 195 dollars, uh, Ralphs has the 25 dollar Donny got caught challenge. If somebody wants to pony up 25 dollars, Ralphs will turn it into 50, which will then go toward the tripling challenge. So actually, the 25 dollars for Ralphs's challenge will actually wind up being quadrupled, and we're moving into mathematics that I'm really. Um, not particularly comfortable performing but yeah uh, yeah, right, smarty pants says Matt thank you Uh, yes you're correct I found it in my defense I started my day with locking myself out of my own house oh god Matt it was one of those I couldn't drive anywhere because the electric gate remote is on the keychain I had to resort to getting a ladder and climbing into my second story rear balcony I also took a FedEx package to the UPS store, so not finding the PayPal button is just another smooth move for today. Living my best absent-minded life. God, Matt, are you me? That That sounds like a day's worth of me. Honey, I'm so sorry. But look at it this way. You had to do it all in San Francisco. With a lovely view of the bay. Uh, whereas if it had happened here in in, in, in uh, this mountain paradise you'd you'd have been doing it in sixteen degrees Fahrenheit. So there's that little yeah, little little blessings everywhere. Okay, I didn't see that. Uh, Arnold says, why on God's earth is, is the Republicans on TikTok playing a clip of John Roberts acquitting Trump? Um, blacks and Latinos are all over TikTok. They're voting for Trump. The amount of stuff I've seen today is very scary. Well, if there's one place on earth to, uh, that's really good, good for deep fakes, I think it's TikTok. But I have my own TikTok story before we get into prayer meeting Wednesday. Uh, oh, this is so gross. I have a feeling I'm about to just absolutely devastate both dinner in the Eastern Standard Time Zone, possibly Joy's Breakfast in Ann Arbor tomorrow, and Billable Billable snack. Billable has been able to have his uh, mid-afternoon snack out there in the Pacific Standard Time Zone, unmolested for quite some time, but I don't think, I don't understand, uh, and and of course they're all proprietary, so I don't think we're supposed to, but I don't understand how TikTok's algorithms work. Somebody sent me a TikTok video yesterday. Well, they sent me a TikTok. It's not a big truck. Hey. I'm, I'm, I'm not enamored of TikTok. I, I confess that I am not. But I watched, I watched the video, and, you know, this was probably around 11 last night. It was, it was brutally cold, and I, I just wanted to do something sweet and kind. So I looked at Annette and said, hey, here's a great idea. Let's have some homemade hot cocoa. And she said, oh, that would be lovely. So I got out the cocoa powder and the sugar, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, I made it from scratch. Used a little little splash of half and half and some Fairlife whole milk and it was wonderful. You got to stand there and kind of kind of watch over it though lest it stick. But it was delicious and it tasted like times gone by. It didn't taste. I am after all a little Swiss mess. Um, I had no mini marshmallows. Shut up. Um. So then off to bed I went. And then a thing happened. Someone sent me this TikTok, and it was, it was innocuous, it was cute. But then I flicked up to the next one. And in a lifetime of having seen some pretty gross, disturbing things, I saw TikTok of a guy removing a boot from his foot. And my skin is beginning to crawl just describing this. Removing like a rubber boot from his foot, and there was a plastic bucket that was just creeping and crawling with bugs. And at first I didn't know what I was looking at. In fairly short order, though, what I, I figured out what I was looking at. It looked like his foot was the inside of a pomegranate. You know, those red pips, those red fruity pips. They were ticks. Very full ticks. And they covered his foot from just above the ankle to down about where his toes were oh. and so I then found out that this is apparently a trend that it had to he had to have done it deliberately and gotten them on them on him put him in the, put his boots on and because it, it takes a while for a tick to get that big and, uh, and like I said then I found it was a, it was a trend and the next video was of a young woman and, and it was caught it was uh, it was uh, captioned I, why I will never leave the United States again. And uh, some sort of emergency medical personnel was uh, taking, you know, those blunt, rounded scissors and cutting her top off of her. And her entire left arm was covered in ticks. And it went one after another. And uh, it was just and then it went from there. Now, now remember y'all, this is TikTok. This is what the this is what this is where Gen Z and Gen Alpha are getting their information. Cause we went from there to people having fly larvae removed from like the ends of their toes and the ends of their fingers i mean, i have i have not you know there's that term out there atavistic as in atavistic horror and it speaks to that deeply animalian, somewhat uncivilized part of us that makes us recoil at disgusting things like the smell of poop or blood. Uh, and, and mine was just triggered right through the roof. And I couldn't help... Want, why? 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 And it was really when I figured out that the guy with the boot
3: had to have done it
2: deliberately. I mean, otherwise, why do you you have an entire bucket full of creepy crawly things over which you are suspending your engorged, tick-covered foot? Sorry, Brother Deacon Asa. Brother Deacon Asa said, "Fuck you! I quit." I mean, this is worse than your sinus oyster crack right before I was fitting to sit down to a bowl of fried oysters in back in 2017. Because Brother Deacon Oyster, <laughs> Brother Deacon Oyster, Brother Deacon Asa has an extraordinary memory, and it just, oof. And the thing is, with with, with TikTok, as far as I, once it's in your algorithm. It's awfully hard to get it out. So I'm scared to death to ever go back to TikTok again, because I don't want to ever see that again. And they had hashtags. Hashtag ticks. Hashtag botflies. There, there, There is... And you know there's there's and I think they're on TV now somewhere on cable Dr Pimple Popper. And we wonder why it is that the domestic terrorists of January 6, 2021 were pooping in the in the rotunda and playing with it. I know Ralphs. Ralphs is like what the fuck. I, yes. In all seriousness, Brother Deacon Asa says, and uh, I'm guessing this is the modern Gen Z Tide Pod Challenge. Really? Uh, Deliberately infesting yourself with ticks? You know, they aren't particularly easy to remove. And there is no no manner in which that can be considered even remotely hygienic. And a lot of the worm videos had medical professionals, and they and pull at it and it pulls back, and they pull at it. It's kind of like a tug of war with the worm. Just freaking disgusting. Uh, right. Uh, Arnold says, but the people feel feel that everything... Feel. There's the operative word, also known as believe. Everything they see on that app is real. What the fuck? A lot of Republicans say June, uh, January 6th videos were all fake. Well, they weren't. Those, The FBI, at least, can spot a deep fake. Uh, Matt in San Francisco asking subject line tick. Is there some store somewhere where you can buy hundreds of ticks? Ticks are us. I, I think you can buy anything in China, probably on Alibaba. Maybe, but maybe that. It, and look, I'm. I don't want you to. I uh, listen. Horn ad hoc research. Uh, the tick research department, stand down. Don't. Uh, don't don't go look at, oh, too late, Ralph's uh, TikTok Tourette's, are we witnessing a rise in functional tick-like behavior driven by adolescent social media use? No, these aren't TICs, as in tic-tac, or, you know, nervous ticks. These are tick Little creatures. And they were just sort of Row on row, orderly, down the dude's foot. Okay. I mentioned our obligatory Star Trek reference earlier. And there is real news to get to this evening, but I'm triggered, okay? We're just going to have to help me get through this. Um, I saw, I saw a, a story the other day that uh, no... Ricardo Montalban did not wear a prosthetic chest chest when he played, uh, uh, reprised his role of Khan in Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, my personal favorite of all the Star Trek movies. He tusks me, he tusks me. That in fact, Ricardo Montalban worked his ass off to get that chest, or worked his, well, never mind, Work, worked out a lot to get that chest. And uh, it it went on to say that he had a hard time getting back into the role of Khan because it was just one episode in the original series, and he had to, and you know, there was no, so he had to get a copy of the original, and to get back into the role of Khan because he had played uh, Mister Rourke on Fantasy Island for so long that he was having a hard time getting back into the Khan space. If you will, um, but if you are of a certain age or any age, upon your first viewing of the Wrath of Khan, it, when you get to the when you when you get to the part where he drops the earworms in the helmets, I, it, it was a phenomenon. You could actually feel the entire movie theater. You know, muscles contorting as human beings with atavistic senses involuntarily cringed mm-hmm. yeah well brother Deacon it was, it was like a puppy video what were you expecting to see when you opened the TikTok app anyway it's right there in the name Ah, uh, you. There was little to no effort in that cowbell, Asa. Dr. Pimple Popper Steven New York points out her name is Dr. Sandra Lee, and yes, I found myself intrigued and watched her YouTube channel. It's like staring at a car accident. You can't look away. Lord... <clears throat> I haven't I, I haven't I haven't gone I haven't gone after the uh, the meal hour like this in a long time and I apologize I've got a lot of repenting to do I had a note from uh, Roger uh, in Oregon challenge I'll put I'll, I'll push Ralph's sum to 75 in other words I'm putting up 50 bucks so well uh, thank you Roger that means Ralps's. Ralph's 25 has just been quadrupled by Arnold. Thank you, Arnold and PA. And so, let's see, 140, we're down to 135. Um, scary Jerry. Five bucks, this is to cleanse my radical liberal independent soul. I dated a Trump-y for trumpet for three days. I needed to cleanse my soul and eat pizza and do laundry. Please light me a bad date candle. Om. Yeah. Om. Hare Hare Krishna Krishna. Hari Rama. Thank you, Scary Jerry. So that gets us to one hundred thirty. And if someone will, uh, if some, if someone wants to match uh, Rogers fifty, that'll get us down to thirty dollars to go, and we will have met the amazing Happy Holidays True Tripling Challenge. Uh, Emilio, Trick McGiddengate, Trick come on, Robin, how bad can it be? Oh God, no. Why? For the love of... Why? uh, Haven't actually watched it. No, just thinking about it's enough. Please, for the love of... Don't go looking for it. It's... And, you know, through the years, I've thought I was relatively hip. Nope. Not at all. And frankly, I don't want to be hip enough to, to, to get that stuff. No. Now, Arnold mentioned a moment ago that TikTok is crawling. Oh, dear. Uh, with uh, all, all the black people are going to. Vote for Donald Trump, and all the Latinos are going to vote for Donald Trump. It's 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 misinformation, disinformation. It's right. It's it's a psyop, and and I'm beginning to think that the entirety of TikTok is a psyop. And I do hope that that doesn't amount to me being, you know, Grandma Simpson. Get off my lawn. but today Black Lives Matter Rhode Island PAC had to take the extraordinary step of saying no no we have not endorsed Donald Trump because uh, a former co-founder of BLM said he was going to support Trump. Uh, some dude named Mark Fisher. He triped over on Tripe Social.
3: Spoke with Mark Fisher yesterday, a great guy. Very honored to have his and BLM support.
2: As with everything else in Nitwit Nero's life, it was a lie. And so um, BLM Rhode Island said, In response to recent media coverage, we would like to clarify that Mark Fisher is not and has never been affiliated with our organization. The views expressed by Mr. Fisher in the referenced Fox News segment do not reflect the values or beliefs of BLM RH PAC. And then went on, We would like to emphasize that Mark Fisher claims association with Black Lives Matter Rhode Island a non-profit organization. Any statements or actions attributed to him should not be conflated with our organization. Now, Fox, for their part, well, it's Fox, you know how they are, uh, were, were screaming it from the mountaintops that BLM was going to endorse Nero. Nothing could be further from the truth, but is anybody surprised? And it turned. we are not the uh, only broadcast that had no small, small amount of schadenfreude over Brother Deacon A. So that was one of your more inspired uh, creations. Over the Uh, (laughs) dipshittery of House Oversight Committee Chairman Comer Pyle Uh, got pretty fun on uh, my my filthy morning habit today.
4: Hunter Biden's more than welcome to come in front of the committee. If he wants to clear his good name. if he wants to come and say, you know, these weren't 20 shell companies, they actually did something. Uh, He's more than he's invited today.
5: Well, that's, well, it, he has to be happy because right. Hunter has said he's going to, you know, Hunter wants to go and he wants to speak before the American people, right. wants to clear his name, wants, more than wants everybody to hear. And you know, this poor Comer guy, you know, trying
6: to get Con- uh, Hunter. He, he wants
5: him because he keeps making a fool of himself because he says, well, we ain't really got nothing. Right. But a squirrel fire and a hound dog,
0: yeah,
5: and uh, or says something like
7: that. Yeah. They got nothing. <laughs>
2: what was the first one? Squirrel
7: fryer, uh, a squirrel fryer
2: Remember? A squirrel fire. Oh, I d- I do love it when Joe channels his inner hillbilly. The password is squirrel fire. Ain't got no. I bet he had to get a special dispensation from the suits at NBC and Universal and Comcast to say ain't got no on their air. Wants to clear his name. Wants, more than
6: invited. Wants
2: everybody to
5: hear. And you know, this poor Comer guy, He's you know,
6: com- he uh, wants
5: him because he keeps making a fool of himself because he says, well, we ain't really got nothing. Right. But a squirrel fryer and a hound dog. Yeah. And, or uh, says something like that. Yeah.
0: They got
7: well, what was the first one? Squirrel fryer. Uh, squirrel fryer
5: remember? Squirrel fryer. Okay. Squirrel oh, yeah. fryer. Yeah,
7: yeah, yeah. Yes, was squirrel. Right. squirrel fryer and a hound you dog. Be, By the
5: way, up. speaking of eating fried squirrel, Willie, did you hear about really? this is the Liz Cheney book that came Ooh.
2: out? Wait.
7: Yes.
5: I mean, there's, there's a lot there, but my, here's my. Here's my my favorite line from it, though. Kevin
8: McCarthy
5: justifying his trip to Mar-a-Lago by saying three words that nobody's ever said about (laughs) Donald Trump. He's not eating. Now, all I can say is this. (laughs) If Kevin McCarthy's job was (gasps) to go down to Mar-a-Lago to get Donald eating again, well, he did a hell of a job.
0: Yeah.
5: <laughs> because that ain't been a problem maybe you should since. Go back. It <laughs> wasn't really a problem before. You know, maybe if he said, I got to go down to mar because Donald's cheating on his wind sprints, <laughs> we'd believe that. Yeah. But he's not eating? I don't believe it, Willie. What say you this well, early we're getting, morning?
7: We're getting those excerpts out of the book, and man, there's a lot of devastating stuff in there, but nothing more heartbreaking than hearing that Kevin McCarthy said he had to rush effectively to Donald Trump's bedside because, quote, he's not eating. After the results of the election, after January 6th, after having to leave the White House. It's like an ailing mother or father uh, in their final days.
2: Yeah, but you know why he wasn't eating? Immediately after January 6th? Come on. You know why he wasn't eating? There wasn't any ketchup. He'd flung it all, all over the walls in the White House and he can't eat his burnt-to-shoe-leather New York strip steak less than him got some ketchup. I mean, I kind of understand that. That's like, I don't know, beans without cornbread. Yes, Ralph's fried squirrel. We've talked about fried, hell we've, it's another one of those moments because we've talked on this program about fried squirrel, I mean, they a hillbilly. We've talked on this program about squirrel brains and gravy. They must be behind, they they must be behind on the podcast there. I'm not sure.
7: She's not eating, we should surround her and be at her bedside. Talking about the former president of the United States not eating, and that is why a couple of weeks after January 6th, Kevin McCarthy rushed to Donald Trump's bedside at Mar-a-Lago and got him a fresh bucket of KFC or whatever he was. Well, I was was just going to say, Willie, how comforting
5: comforting that when he left, the last vision he saw was of an ailing Donald lying in that bed uh, (laughs) with a (laughs) empty bucket of KFC (laughs) over his head.
0: Just on his tummy.
5: (laughs) I mean, well, the chicken was on his, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, come on. He's not eating. That's you pathetic. really you really want to go down to Mar-a-Lago that bad? Like, come on, Kevin. Make a better excuse than that,
9: right? I, I just, I can't. Yeah. All right. But, but, so-
5: but anyway, on this Comer thing, as you were asking me, Willie, I heard you in your head asking about this Comer in. thing. Yeah. He says, all oh, just come to our committee. Come to our, so Hunter says, okay, I'll come to your committee. He goes, all right, we better do this in private now. Now they don't want the American people to see what Hunter Biden has to say. They have been spraying BS for a year about this guy, two years about this guy, and keeps going, oh, well, if he was innocent, he'd come down to our committee. Well, they're coming down to the committee, and now they're like, oh, no, no, we don't want it to be public. We don't want the public to see this. We're going to hide it behind
7: closed doors. How pathetic. How pathetic that is. And Hunter Biden called their bluff. He said, all right, I'll come down there, but I'm not gonna do it in private and let you spin what I said and cherry pick and misinterpret and spin out to the public and go on Fox News afterward and say things that I didn't say. Let's put it out in the open so the public can decide for themselves. And now they're saying, well, I'm not so sure we want that to happen because the whole point of this exercise is for us to spin this and to misinterpret the information. By the way, Jamie Raskin put out a statement He, I think, crystallized the whole situation, of course, Democrat from Maryland, quote, let me get this straight, he said, after wailing and moaning for 10 months about Hunter Biden and alluding to some vast unproven family conspiracy, after sending Hunter Biden a subpoena to appear and testify, Chairman Comer and the oversight Republicans now reject his offer to appear before the full committee in the eyes of the world and to answer any questions they pose What an epic humiliation for our colleagues and what a frank confession that they're simply not interested in the facts and have no confidence in their own case or the ability of their own members to pursue it, end quote from Jamie Raskin. This is uh, James Comer, of course, guys, the man who said, well, there's an awful lot of smoke here, no fire yet. Apparently still looking for that fire.
5: Well, and and Jonathan O'Meara, he's not the only one who said that. The Wall Street Journal editorial page said... All smoke, no fire. Now he should keep looking to see if he can find fire, but right now it's all smoke. That was months ago. And here we are again. Comer once again making a fool of himself. I mean he can't invent evidence. I know they're all desperately trying for him to invent evidence. He can't invent evidence that's not there. And so again, the ultimate humiliation. All we hear is Hunter Biden. Oh, Hunter Biden's afraid to talk. Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden's now say, okay, that's cool. I'm coming. And now it's Comer and his gang uh, that, that, that are that are running for the hills. It's the ga- They're coon and their coon hats, uh, oh, okay. holding holding a squirrel fryer in their left
10: hand and a shotgun in the right. Yeah, it, it's the gang that couldn't shoot straight when it comes to this investigation. They exactly. Everything they've done they've done poorly. And everything they've done, they've led to more infighting among Republicans. They have yet to find a there there. There's certainly been no link to any wrongdoing with the president and even what they're suggesting about Hunter Biden. And let's be clear, Hunter Biden does face some criminal charges separate, though, to what the Republicans are investigating. And this has just been one colossal embarrassment after another. This is reflective of Hunter Biden's new, more aggressive defense strategy where he's like, yeah, I'll come. I'll come in public, but I'm not going to let you shape my words. I want the everyone to be able to hear my account by myself. And I will say the other word that was racketing around last night uh, on my texts and others is why Comer is doing this about-face. And that word is Benghazi. When they have tried to have mm-hmm. public good. hearings before, they have backfired. They try to humiliate...
2: God, we're so good. Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, the Benghazi of our time. We will hear about Hunter Biden until we're all fit to lose our minds. I think of Scott every time I do that. But then again, uh, Scott and I came up with that lyric, Scott coming up with the front end of it and me sort of finishing it out, fleshing it out. Was it two years ago? And they just now got around, well, proud of them. A squirrel fryer. You know, somebody who lives in like suburban Connecticut, or maybe has a, you know, a lovely, a, a, a lovely brownstone on Central Park West, or something. I don't know where they live, it would probably go to the sharper image. For does the sharper image still exist? Would probably go to the sharper image for a dedicated squirrel friar. Here in Appalachia, we just call that an iron skillet, y'all. It' one of the ones with the high sides. You know, you just melt a little bit of groundhog lard and get it nice and hot, and dust your squirrel in your and in your in, in your in your flour and your cornmeal and the egg, probably. It's 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 it's, pro- it's probably an owl egg or something because you know hillbillies and and you know in, into the squirrel fryer it goes. I, I live, I do. I live for these moments. I, I can't help it. But it, it, it looks as though some members of the most exclusive debating society on earth, the United States Senate, uh, some Senate Republicans are uh, finding something that resembles a spine. CBS reporting that there are dozens of GOP senators um, who are not endorsing Nitwit Nero. including, but not limited to, little Marco Rubio. He said, uh, "Oh, I'll for sure endorse him if he's the nominee, but I haven't made a decision yet on the primary at this point. And and, and, uh, crotchety old Chuck Grassley said, uh, and, and, you know, the Iowa carcasses, or just two months away, said uh, he has no plans to endorse anybody. I do not plan on endorsing, and I believe that uh, Joni Ernst has the same view I have. And and the reason we haven't endorsed anybody is because when there were 13 candidates, we wanted everybody to come to Iowa and keep Iowa first in the nation. You know, in those days when we first started the Iowa carcass, it's just... We wore onions in our belt, which was the fashion at the time. And, uh, uh, on the other hand, Josh Holland-Ass of Missouri, uh, who's going to be running for his life in 2024, said to, I think he's going to be the nominee, and I will absolutely support him against the current president. But according to CBS's tally, only 13 out of the 49 members of the Republican carcass in the Senate, um, and that would be, uh, that would count uh, uh, Lindsey Graham and Rick Skeletor Scott and Twombie Latuba and Jerk Deluxe Vance, those Miser- those miserable souls have endorsed their god emperor um. but they're scared of him they're scared of him because now he's running around he is he is coming undone and I stayed, out of, I stayed out of ancient Rome all day yesterday, but I'm coming back again. They say by the time of his seventh consulship that Gaius Marius, who had been a brilliant man earlier in his life, had gone entirely cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs bananas. Uh, and by the way, uh, Stephen of York pointed out, he's not eating, translation, he's pouting. I, I don't know, I, I still say he was out of ketchup. But that, too. I did love the with land with an empty bucket of KFC, an empty KFC bucket over his head. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Gaius Marius completely lost his shit, leading to Sulla marching on Rome, leading to Sulla's proscriptions and uh, blood lo- running like a river through the streets of Rome. The one sacrosanct thing to the Republic was that nobody would ever bring a military into Rome. And Sulla said, screw that. Uh, The Republic is in peril. And after he overthrew Gaius Marius, there was a Domnatio Memoriae, and all the statues of Gaius Marius that had gone up were pulled down. But Marius had become completely eaten alive by his own dementia and paranoia. It was during those proscriptions, according to sources, that a young Gaius Julius Caesar found his name on the list, and Sulla had known Caesar's mama in their youth. And friends of the family came and begged Sulla for the young man's life. And Sulla is reported to have said of Caesar, I will spare him, but I see in him many Mariuses. That's just an aside. But in true Marius fashion, Nitwit Nero is is grunting about well, he's, he's basically making threats. Hard to interpret them as anything else. He went to Tripe Social, which, at least for now, is still his, and
3: issued his threat. I'm 12 points up on crooked Joe Biden. But he's got the Justice Department and others suing me wherever and whenever possible. Weaponization! All caps. It's called. And maybe that can make a difference. This has never been done on this scale before, not in our country. But it opens up a very big and dangerous Pandora's box. Joe Biden should stop his election interfering thugs before it is too late for him and the rest of the country. As the leader of the opposition party, I should not be forced to campaign from inside a courthouse, which is very doable. Which is very doable. But not very democratic or convenient. This is where they want me to spend my time and money, but it's not the way our system is supposed to work. If they filed these cases years ago, which they could have, this would not be a problem.
2: Well, they couldn't file the January 6th cases until after January 6th, 2021, could they now?
3: Clementine Caligula. They wanted to be a problem because they're bad. Voters have and will reject it. To all Democrats, be careful what you wish for. God bless America.
2: Because he has some prescriptions in mind of his own. And he will try to fulfill them. <sighs> but of course, nothing will be done about this threat either, this stochastic terrorism. I sincerely hope that the, the Secret Service is on the ball, actually doing their job. paying attention to the threats because I have I have no doubt that there are plenty of them against President Biden but the fraud trial just keeps getting worse Uh, Forbes Forbes magazine has found pointed out a recording that holds the good ship Trump below the waterline again some more in regard to the square footage of his tacky ass penthouse in Trump Tower and the fact that it was tripled in size at least in on paper
3: and Julius Geezer said I didn't have anything to do with that it was other people in in, in my organization but Forbes got hold of the recording
2: and in the recording back in 2015 you know 8 years ago He boasts about the size of his penthouse. It's uh, it's peak Trump. Uh, in in the uh, in the recording. Now the total square footage of the apartment is just a little under eleven thousand square feet. That's big. That's ten times the size of. Uh, the uh, magnificent Kincaid mansion
3: and so in the interview he says this isn't like I'll show you now this wraps all around the building all around the elevators and I have 3 times 3 so there's like 11,000 feet on a floor so I have 3 so 33,000 and I have the roof
2: well the total square footage was 11,000 not 33,000 plus the roof And uh, it gets worse because when Forbes, and this was back in 2017, when Forbes magazine found the uh, lie, uh, Forbes contacted Alan Weiselberg and said the apartment is 10,996 square feet. The Trump Organization, they right now, nonetheless continue to use the incorrect square footage on a net worth statement dated mid-March. Then Forbes published an article, the title of which was, Donald Trump has been lying about the size of his penthouse. And that was May of 2017. Six and a half years ago. Nitwit Nero was in the White House by then. And that was when the Trump organization changed their estimate to reflect the actual size of Trump's tacky-ass penthouse. You know, the one with the lion in it. Speaking of New York, though, uh, because this is funny, Fox News... TV, Radio Rwanda rolling live sent their roving reporter out onto the streets of Gotham to ask tourists about the crime-ridden shithole that is New York City. it didn't go well
0: I
10: am with a couple of people here from Tulsa Oklahoma your name is Jody and you're Misty and you guys are here to see the tree lighting just tell me how important it is to come out here and try to see this it's
9: actually pretty important we've been out here since about 11 o'clock this morning waiting we were down at the rink and they kicked us all out because we have to go through screening before we can get back down there. So now,
10: now I know uh, you have seen like the rest of the country these protesters. Are you concerned at all about protesters trying to disrupt an event like this tonight? No.
2: No. I know you've seen all around the country these protesters. Which protesters? Are, are those the Black Lives Matter? Black Lives Matter? Black people that? Live only inside your head there? Fox News TV, Radio Rwanda, roving man on the street reporter?
9: No. No, not at all. Not at all.
10: Do you guys feel safe walking around the city?
9: Absolutely. Yes.
10: You prepared to brave this cold? I know you're from Tulsa, Oklahoma, but it's going to be cold. Hours standing here. (laughs) Yes.
9: yes. it's. Yeah, we're ready. It's
10: definitely.
2: It gets shitty and cold in Oklahoma, too
9: worth it already it's an well, experience
10: it definitely is an experience well thank you both really appreciate it hope you guys get a good seat right.
2: <laughs> you god get more a column sending me out and making an asshole out of me thought for sure we could get some good sound out of those two oklahoma nerninners. those okies i mean that's trump country they should be shaking in their damn boots but then again trump okies don't go to new york those, those, those might even be, God forbid, the two liberal Oklahomans. I kid. There's lots of liberal Oklahomans. <laughs> Do you feel threatened? No. Uh-huh. Are you kidding? We're from Oklahoma. Uh, there's, there's, there's more people wandering around our street in Oklahoma with AR-15s than there are in this entire fucking city. You dipshit. They are uh, the 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 maggots are special to say the least. By the way, we have uh, crossed into the second hour of the program. (laughs) What's that, Randy Radar? For a treat. Try their deep-fried fur lighting, then into your mouth with a shove. <laughs> Randy! I think we're back to squirrel frying again. Um, yeah, Emilio says, the sharper image is in the plaza where the Radio Shack is, you know, across the Sears store and Toys R Us. If you reach the Piggly Wiggly, you've gone too far. Piggly Wiggly is still a going concern, I'll have you know. I love that that there was a sharper image in, what, Lenox Square in Atlanta back in the go-go late 80s. Uh, It was at the... Turtles records and tapes in Lenox Square in Atlanta in the go go late 80s. that had a lovely little conversation with uh, Ms. Rosalind Carter. Who, by the way, while I talked yesterday about what a tacky creature melanoma is, that ceremony was tasteful and touching. It really was. But she was such a gracious lady. But also in Lenox Square in Atlanta, in the suburb, well, it's in Buckhead, actually. uh, There was a big, sharper image. They had a remote-controlled submarine that you could, like, take out and put in a lake and stuff. and... And I just wanted it. But I was a hard-working young journalist and didn't have sharper image money. Um, yeah, nonetheless. Um, so I get, I see sharper image stuff, but I think that's kind of like uh, Hickory Farms stuff. You know, Hickory Farms used to have standalone stores. And now they have pop up stores every holiday season. I imagine there's one probably in the Crossroads Mall over in Beckley, but it doesn't have nearly the selection that Hickory Farms once had. Gone are the days. Yeah, Plaza where the Radio Shack is, you know, across the Sears the store and Toys R Us. Right. Yeah. Kmart, next to the Kmart. <sighs> but anyway, uh, today. Uh, representing Guy Renschenthrawler of uh, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania he's a maggot of course rose to decry well not so I he, he did it while he was sitting down he ran to well, no, he went to the floor And, uh, oh, he had the smoking gun. These maggots are forever thinking they've got the smoking gun on Biden. He said, "Uh, this is the second worst jobs report of the Biden presidency. The unemployment rate rose to 3.9%. Those are the October numbers. And people uh, on uh, the website formerly known as twitter said you don't really understand econ 101 do you guy uh, what, what was the muppet named guy what was it what was his name uh, he, got, he, he was the roving reporter on sesame sesame street news uh Guy something, remember? Uh, But no, Guy, uh, in case he needs a refresher, the definition of full employment is 4%. Another rocket scientist from PA... Meanwhile, in Nitwit Nero's four nightmare years in office, the economy uh, hemorrhaged 2.9 million jobs. The unemployment rate jumped 1.6 percentage point to 6.3 percent. Three more million three million more people found themselves lacking health insurance. The federal public debt, went from $14.4 trillion to $21.6 trillion. And we talk about how young working families are beyond the ability to purchase a new home. Some of that has to do with the fact that during Nitwit Nero's nightmare tenure, American home prices went up by some 27.5%. 275 percent yeah, right uh, uh, Thank you Ralph serving as the horn ad hoc uh, uh, Muppet news flash Kermit well, the Frog as the roving reporter. Oh, there was Guy somebody. Ah, never mind. Thank you, Ralphs. And so, uh, Ralphs' challenge having been met, again, Guy Smiley. Uh, Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Thank you, Steve. He was actually a game show host. Kermit was the roving reporter. Guy Smiley. So, uh, chalk one up for... Guy Renchenthaler, go to the Renchenthaler cutoff and get out of your car and cut off your Renchenthaler. God, that gag never gets old. And it's really, really, really old. Guy Renchenthaler is another member of the Brain Trust. We now have a new excuse why Hunter Biden can't testify publicly. Uh, Yes, Guy Smiley, Christopher, says, I think you were referring to the Pulitzer Prize winning Guy Smiley, Robin. Safely landed back in Portland from lovely San Francisco. Happy prayer meeting. You ain't seen weird yet Wednesday, Horn family. Welcome home, Christopher. Stay warm. Uh, but as I was saying, we have $50 more to go, and that will uh, get us down to only 30 bucks to go to finish the amazing Happy Holidays True Tripling Challenge. Thank you, Roger, for putting that on the table. So that $50 for Roger actually, again, like this, the $25 for Ralph's, gets quadrupled. But like I said, it, wait, he, uh, Emilio said, going back to the square footage of uh, Trump's tacky-ass penthouse, he gets 30,000 square feet, Emilio says, because he's actually reporting the volume and not the area. His mansion's only three feet tall. Math joke! Okay, that's good. There's your, there's your cowbell for this evening, Emilio. And uh, Randy radar says uh remember the movie Alien Well, in a sharper image store at the mall, there was a full sized alien on display. I don't think it did much, just what I want in my living room, not yeah, there'd probably be some nightmares in that for me, but the real nightmare uh, now for James Comer is trying to get out of the the Chinese thumb thumb trap that he's gotten himself into with the whole hunter Biden Thing Now you know why Hunter Biden can't testify in public? Because of Democrats. It's Democrats' fault. Because there'd be too much screaming and yelling. Which is another way of saying Jared, uh, Jared Moskowitz might want to ask the chairman about his uh, little family shell companies some more. And uh, James, well, Comer Pyle is damned well right sick and tired of having to uh, listen to questions about his perfectly honest, totally above board family land transfers. Yeah, this all, this all happened on uh, Newsmuck. It was, in fact, comedy gold.
1: Subpoenaing Hunter to testify in private, but Hunter Biden's legal team said no to that, sending a letter to our next guest calling this a, quote, empty investigation that should come to an end. The
9: committee responded, stating that, quote, Hunter Biden is trying to play by his own rules and Republicans will not stand for it. Chairman of the House Oversight Committee, Kentucky Congressman James Cope.
2: And this being prayer meeting Wednesday, and all further proof that there is no great big juvenile delinquent in the sky, uh, because otherwise the whoever whoever typed out that shit and put it on shitter would be a greasy spot with a lightning bolt. Because t- when you want to talk about playing by their own rules, all you ha- all, they- all you have to do is look down the dais, uh, like maybe one or two chairs from uh, Comer Pile. And notice the presence of Jim Jacketoff Jordan, who still has not honored the subpoena that was served on him, playing by his own rules.
9: Homer joins us now. Good morning.
1: Good morning, Mr. Chairman. Good to see you. Um, so this congressman right now, it's become a public relations battle between the Oversight Committee and the dominant media. And it's all about winning the media narrative here. What do you do if Hunter Biden refuses to comply with the subpoena and says, you know what, I'll only come in for a closed-door deposition. I won't come in for a closed-door deposition. I'll only do this in public.
4: There's a precedent for this. Uh, The same exact thing happened when the January 6th committee subpoenaed Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon said he will not come in for deposition, but he will come in for uh, a public hearing. Jamie Raskins went on face the nation and said absolutely not he can have a public hearing after he does the deposition he refused to do the deposition and Congress held Steve Bannon in contempt of court we will treat Hunter Biden the exact same way the January 6th committee treated Steve Bannon look this is
2: a serious investigation do, do you notice that and and of course I have the video here but so he's sitting there ramrod stiff do you hear, do you hear the quality of his voice and so we will treat Hunter Biden exactly the same way. He he looks He looks like that time that Archie Bunker went on local TV to offer a uh, differing opinion in an editorial content. He ain't comfortable.
4: this is about public corruption at the highest levels of our government. We have over 10,000 pages of document that we've obtained pertaining to Hunter Biden's financial transactions with our enemies around the world.
2: Our enemies around the world, enemies, enemies. I didn't know we had so many enemies around the world. Is it Paraguay? Uh, is it bonomo? I have here in this folder 10,000 pages of documents. I think we've been down this road before.
4: We need to ask him hundreds of questions. If he comes in for one hearing with 24 members having five minutes each to ask questions, with the Democrats yelling and screaming like they do every hearing, we would probably get about 30 to 35 questions in. We need to ask him hundreds of questions about specific transactions with our enemies around the world. We will gladly have a public venue for Hunter Biden. I welcome that, and we will do that after he comes in for the deposition. On
3: well, will you
2: also sit down for a, in a public venue for a discussion of your own shell companies there, Comer Pyle? I mean, you said you would. December
4: 13th.
9: So, so just to be clear, Congressman, do you plan to move forward with contempt of Congress proceedings if he does not show?
2: If,
4: if he does not show, uh, look, this is, this is a serious investigation. I don't think we have to provide any more evidence to prove that Hunter Biden was influence peddling with our enemies around the world. Even the Democrats will admit to that. Where the argument is, is what Joe Biden's level of involvement was. Now, we want to ask Hunter Biden about that. And you cannot do that. In a committee setting. Okay, this so
1: how long do you do you expect that? Do, all right. First of all, do you think that's where this is going? Because Abby Lowell, Hunter Biden's attorney, he got Bob Menendez off. Represented Jared Kushner. He's a heck of a.
2: You know, it's probably not the best way, best phraseology, to say that Abby Lowell got Bob Menendez off. I mean, I'm not trying to take the program into the gutter, but uh, these are some youngish kids there on the couch at NewsMuck, and Well, you you never know what they're up to or into.
1: Attorney, well-respected down in D.C. He knows what he's doing. Um, Are you expecting Hunter Biden to no-show testifying in private? I wouldn't recommend that if I were Hunter Biden. But but is that what you're expecting? Are are you and your team on oversight expecting that?
2: yeah, I'm a farmer from Kentucky and I wouldn't recommend that. We wouldn't ha- we wouldn't want to have to come after him with our squirrel rifle and our squirrel fryer.
4: I, we we expect no, we expect Hunter Biden to show on december thirteenth for a deposition. Okay, I mean, if he is, does this, it
1: and this is a big question and we went through this with Steve mm-hmm. Bannon, yeah. how long does the process take? Because you're on the clock no, now. We've got eleven too, months to go until right. the election. And part of the arithmetic here on Hunter's team's part could be run out the clock.
2: And you're about to kick George Anthony Devolder, William Tecumseh Sherman, Santos out of the Congress, so you're going to be short another member of your majority for a little while there, Comer Pyle. Uh, uh, how do you how do you how do you how do you figure the math on it? Uh, you, you gonna uh, you gonna you gonna wrench and thawer the math there, yeah, Comer?
4: Well, that's of course that's what they're. Uh Strategy is to run out the clock to obstruct. That's what they've done to us the entire eight months. We've had you fight every battle to get every ounce of information pertaining to the the crimes the Biden family's committed. If it weren't for the House Oversight Committee, nobody would know anything.
2: The crimes the Biden family has committed. See, it'd be really fun if there was actual journalism in this country and there was somebody on the other end of that transaction. Oh, speaking of crimes. Uh, how many how many licenses to manufacture did Precious Princess Iwanka, my daddy Trump Kushner, get in China? Hey. Um, while we're talking about crimes, uh, how many billion dollars was it that uh, Jared Kushner got from Mohammed bin Bonesaw, their comer pile? And how many classified documents was it that uh, your orange god emperor tried to steal from the government of the United States? Hmm? Yeah. Hootie hoot, Comer Pyle. Hootie hoot.
4: About all the the schemes that the Biden family did with with our enemies around the world. Jim Jordan and I talked to Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, last night on the House floor. And we were talking about this. And uh, Mike Johnson has our back. If Hunter Biden does not comply with the legal subpoena that we issued to him, then we will take steps to hold him in contempt of Congress.
9: Uh, Just to circle back, you said you have hundreds of questions. Yeah,
2: there's only one problem. 10,000 documents. Hundreds of questions. Yeah, he is the chairman. He could delegate that all the time of the hearing would be dedicated to Uh, counsel for the House Government Oversight Committee, and all the members could sit there and shut the fuck up, and just watch what essentially is the deposition in real time. See, he's counting on the people who watch Newsmuck, you know, Emery and Marveline, they're in their matching Barca loungers in the Ballerina, Swan Lake, Trailer Court, and Country Club to not know that he could, in fact, do that. But he could. But the fundamental problem is that, okay, let's say Hunter Biden doesn't show. And, and by the way, as, uh, as Stephen New York points out, Hunter Biden's transactions with our enemies. I'd love to see this. Hunter Biden goes to Congress. He says, yes, it's all true. What does that have to do with my dad? Dum-dum. Uh, I guarantee you, Steve says, they will not get the votes to hold him in contempt of Congress. Nope. They probably won't. But for the sake of argument, and uh, Steve, I know you're fond of a good hyper and so am I. Let's assume for a moment that they do hold him in contempt of Congress. Let's assume then that, uh, uh, what's his name, Weiss, David Weiss, special prosecutor, the special prosecutor for Hunter Biden, gets hold of it and runs to a grand jury. And let's assume that he, and, and, and Hunter Biden, you see, is already already under indictment. He's already... In Jeopardy and contempt of Congress is kind of a meh in that scenario. But let's say there's a conviction of Hunter Biden for contempt of Congress. Well, whoever can, whatever judge can fix Hunter Biden is kind of going to be stuck with the whole uh, precedent set by letting uh, the man who looks like rancid hot dog water smells. Wander at large across the fruited plain like Bannon does. And, well, this is something known as losing. Uh, Ralph's asked, and will there be a Democratic representative to replace George Anthony DeVolder? Uh, Braxton Bragg Comer-Santos no Uh, Kathy Hochul will have to call a special election for that district so it will remain vacant for many weeks maybe all the way up to November 2024 Emilio, ten thousand documents. Weird. I have ten thousand pages showing that Eric Trump has far too much gums in that smile. Well, there is an uh, actually you 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 mentioning uh, Eric the Dumber. There's an Eric the Dumber story out there. A witness in the Manhattan uh, fraud trial, Mark Hawthorne, testified. Uh, this past Monday. and uh, according to ABC News, Hawthorne was invited to Eric the Dummer's office to uh, help him with finances for the org after Alan Weiselberg got an apple in a roadmap. and Hawthorne said, He had a stack of checks on his desk to sign that was very high. Hawthorne's in charge of the hotel side of the Trump org. And Eric the Dumber asked him, Uh, how do you do this in the hotel division? (laughs) Hawthorne looked at him and said, We don't do it like this. Hawthorne went on and said "said uh, Weisselberg's methods were antiquated. They were inefficient. And said that since then he's been working to try to uh, drag the Trump organization kicking and screaming into the 20th century. I think Alan Weisselberg had a scrivener sitting over in the corner with quizzers perched on his nose and a quill, a turkey quill and a pot of ink and a ledger, muttering, I would prefer not to. So you, you brought up Eric, and I just wanted to highlight that little moment. Back to the barking and grunting stylings of James Culmer
9: as many of us do for hunter biden so where do you begin where do you start with the line of questioning
2: mm-hmm.
9: well
4: we've got all the bank transactions we'll just go down the line we <laughs> uh, have a very long spreadsheet of transactions some of them hundred thousand dollar transactions some of them million dollar transactions we want to know why the biden's received this wire from our enemy uh, in this country why did the biden's receive
2: uh who which enemy Well, come on, it's news muck. They're not going to ask hard questions like that. The Bidens, the Bidens, the Bidens. Uh, What, uh, Hunter and that mouse in his pocket?
4: that wire from our enemy in that country yeah and we want to know what joe biden's involvement was what did they get in return mm. we don't believe mm. that these people
2: that was a very expensive mm, for the attack blonde on the couch there at news mm.
4: the biden's nearly 30 million dollars just because they liked the biden we believe they expected to get something in return and i don't
2: you mean like china doing business with iwanka Quid pro quo? Tit for tat?
4: I don't know for the life of me what Hunter Biden could provide them uh, of, of value. Right. But Joe Biden could provide a lot in value. And this is an investigation of Joe Biden, not Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is yep. a key witness mm-hmm. in our investigation of Joe Biden. That's why we have to do the deposition. And we will gladly, gladly provide a public forum hunter biden to testify in in, in front of the okay. world in a committee setting after the deposition because we we have a lot of specific questions we've spent too much time
2: just do the deposition live dipshit
4: compiling all of this evidence to to squander it no and congressman he, a, a we, comm- and,
2: and you'd you'd never you'd never uh, uh massage the facts to fit your narrative would you Comer Pyle? pile
1: Get that he he has to just like anybody else in this country. If you're an American citizen, you got to comply with a subpoena. You don't set the rules. Hunter Biden has been above the phrase.
2: Steve Bannon, did you catch that? Said Steve in New York. He said 10,000 documents. Then they then he said they have a spreadsheet with transactions in it. Mm, yeah, I did. <laughs> They can't, they're, they're, so, they're, so, they're so dishonest, they can't even tell the same lie twice. How, they, they want to do a deposition for basically a day. Okay, let's say two days. How do you ask specific questions about each and every of 10,000 documents? Even if it's 10,000 entries on a spreadsheet. The answer is, you can't. And and, and see, that's that's why this they, they want to play a little dirty ball game here. Because Abby Lowell is going to want to see, and he's got a staff, he's going to want to see eight and every one of the 10,000 documents and there'd better be 10,000 or Abby Lowell's gonna make Comer Pyle want to go home and shovel pig shit because that'll be right about where his reputation stands But, well, there's no bottom. There's no bottom to the corruption. There's no bottom to the crookedness. Mary Trump, niece of uh, Donald. called out mullah mike johnson um what's that brother deacon oh look it says here that hunter biden received a hundred thousand dollars from our enemy israel here's another million he got from our enemy saudi arabia I wonder I wonder how all these countries are going to feel about being referred to as our enemy. Our enemy Ukraine comer pile Man ASA that one's stuck. Our enemy Israel our enemy Ukraine our enemy Saudi Arabia our enemy Japan, our enemy. And, and really, I think we've got to be careful flinging the word enemy around when you're talking about somebody with mul- a population of multiple billions of human beings. Our enemy, Jaina. When Joe Biden just now began to patch the breaches that nitwit Nero ripped asunder. Hmm? yeah uh, we're halfway through the program by the way I'll, I'll get back to Mary Trump in a second again uh, somebody matching Roger's 50 bucks gets the 50 bucks quadrupled into the um, happy holidays true tripling challenge that will end the month of november fully funded for the horn i cannot overemphasize that we've got a total of 80 bucks to go 80 bucks to completely meet that match and hey we'll have a fundraising free day tomorrow which those are rare lately but it'll be great it'd be great it'd be great to do that um uh, That's a good question, Ralphs. Do any of these Republican representatives know what goes on in a hearing or a deposition? Presumably, the lawyers should, but it kind of depends on what kind of lawyers they are. Look, remember, Nitwit Nero nominated people to the federal bench. We had Raphaelito Eduardo Cruz, the anointed Booger Eaton future king of America, grunting about this yesterday. Uh, but. Yeah, we, uh, Nitwit Nero appointed people to the federal bench who had never conducted not one, not one, deposition. asked not one question, okay? Who had never examined a witness in trial or in deposition, had never noticed up a hearing, had never tried a case to a jury... I'd never tried a case to a judge. But this has nothing to do with lawyering, you know? This has to do with um, creating sound bites that they can use for fundraising emails. Thank you, Christopher. Christopher just jumped in via Venmo. I don't want to miss this challenge, says Christopher. Thank you. You're in on it. So uh, $40 to go on Roger's uh, challenge and 70 total to go on the tripling challenge. But over on Substack, Mary Trump... Asserted that and who would be surprised by this, that fine, fine, good God fearing, upstanding, Bible believing, Christ centered, evangelical, fundamentalist Christian Republican, Mullah Mike Johnson, whose wife before he was elected speaker, spent a several days on her knees. Beat beat in prayer. Um is uh, uh, that he, too, has a Mother Russia problem. The good in us is the name of her substack, and she said, despite the fact that Mike Johnson now holds a place of enormous power in the American government, he remains an elusive character whose perverted notions of American democracy and religious fanaticism still aren't completely understood and then she takes a long look at a company called American Ethane and American Ethane gave lots and lots of money, tens of thousands of dollars to Louisiana Republican campaigns not the least of which was the campaign of Mullah Mike Johnson Mike Johnson says America is not a democracy. It's a biblical republic. You know, kind of like the uh, Islamic Republic of Iran. But here's the problem American ethane has a front man, or it did in 2018. In 2018, The front man for American ethane was a, a guy named John Hufftailing. 88% of American ethane, however, was owned by three Russian men, namely Konstantin Nikolaev, Mikhail Yuryev, and Andrei Konatbayev. And Mullamite got three checks of uh, $6,100 apiece from American Ethane. The aforementioned Konstantin Nikolaev has close ties to Pooty, And uh, if Todd's out there, he's going to have a minor conniption now because he remembers her name. Nikolaev uh, funded Maria Butina, who served 15 months in Federal stir, and then was sent back to Mother Russia. American ethane was also fined $9,500 in civil penalties for improperly donating to GOP candidates. Two members of the FEC, the Federal Election uh, uh, Commission, Shana Broussard and Ellen Weintraub, objected to and condemned the paucity of that minuscule fine. But Mueller Mike gave the money back. But only after it became a matter of public knowledge that he had taken it. And so what worries Mary Trump is, how will Mullah Mike respond when it comes to to funding the most essential struggle for democracy on this planet at this time? Namely, the heroic, and I mean that, heroic, existential fight for their very existence. Of Ukraine. Um, uh, while we're uh, talking about Mulla Mike. Mullah Mike took a powder. On saying whether or not. George Anthony DeVolder. John Havlicek Santos it should be expelled. But his social calendar has expanded, Mullamikes has. Published reports uh, indicate that Mulla Mike is going to speak to a Christian nationalist uh, shindig to do. According to a report in Rolling Stone, this particular theocratic fascist group, the NACL, the National Association of Christian Lawmakers, Uh, whose, whose logo, by the way, is a Crusader shield. Oh, really, a blood-red shield with a white cross emblazoned upon it. You can reserve a spot at the gala for the low, low Kmart price of $200. Its founder is a... Uh, a dude by the name of Jason Rappert. The gala will be held on December the 5th. And uh, Mullah Mike will be the keynote speaker. At their website they say that uh, their goal is abolishing abortion and supporting marriage between one man and one woman, and exposing the ungodly effort to undermine our culture by leftists. And Jason Rappert goes so far. As well, Mulla Michael should feel right at home. He goes so far as to uh, advocating for the overthrow of the United States government. I wish I was kidding. I'm not. These people are terrifying. It's going to be their annual meeting and awards gala. Where? At the Museum of the Bible. It is prayer meeting Wednesday, y'all. At the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C., you know, run by the Green family, the Hobby Lobby people, the people who had a deeply held religious conviction against paying for the slut medicine that women who worked there wanted. Slut medicine. Yeah, that was the term that uh, Fat Dead Flush flimball used. And uh, these are a few, uh, these are uh, a couple of chilling minutes from Jason Rappert. Oh by the way, the Green family, that same museum of the Bible, well, they, they, they scoured the Middle East for ancient artifacts and got stone cold busted by the government of the United States. Yeah, they're Christians. for trafficking in stolen artifacts. And then it came out that the geniuses were actually buying stolen artifacts that were fakes. I wonder how many pieces of the true cross they bought. Uh, Brother Deaconesis is not to worry about Mulla Mike's keynote to the NACL. I hear they're salt of the earth types of people. I'll see myself out. Boo, you. And by the way, Jason Rappert, according to Right Wing Watch, has also been appointed to the State Library Board by the governor of Arkansas. Sarah Hustlebuck Sandbags, known far and wide, at least to the Horn Family Community Congregation, is Jethreen Bodine. He wants a theocracy, and he's not kidding. Hmm.
8: we are resurrecting the recipe that our founding fathers used. Yes. And so when people quote the Bible and say, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, Psalm 33, 12. Yep. How in the world do you expect to ever have that if you are not electing somebody that would adhere to that worldview? You can't have a nation whose God is the Lord when you're electing people that are holding up Sodom and Gomorrah as a goal to be achieved rather than a sin to be shunned. Mm. What we need is a revival of spirit that will change individual hearts.
2: Uh, Sodom and Gomorrah there is doing the heavy lifting of the queers.
8: And then once that happens, then we need to have men and women that say, we need to take authority so that in our school boards, our city councils, our state legislatures, and in Congress that we've got people that love God and want to do what is right in the sight of God and man. And my friend, I'll tell you, there's over 330 million people in this nation the last sentences. I think we could find 535 Semences? more people to serve in the Senate and the House. Yeah, 100 in the Senate. So are you telling me that the evangelical community can't muster 535 men and women qualified to run for office that would stand up for God and country. Oh yeah, we can. There's only seven thousand three hundred eighty-three state. Leg- you got more students at Liberty yeah. than serving our state capitals. Yeah. What if one crop of the Liberty classes all went home?
2: You know Jerry Falwell University, which Jerry Jr. Oh, Bucker has been is exposing as a giant political fraud created by his dirty old daddy as nothing but a An activist arm of the Republican Party yes. ran for office. Mm-hmm. You'd make a difference.
8: You'd change the community. And you just might save the nation. With- yeah.
2: And i tell you what. I'm sorry. Every time I see one of these uh, good, God-fearing, upstanding Bible-believing, Christ-centered, evil, fundamentalist, homosexual Christians, pontificating about the queers queers... Uh, you know the first thing that goes through my mind. Mm. Hi, Bart Cop, wherever you are or aren't. You magnificent old atheist, you. We miss you. Yep, Jason Rappert's gonna get caught with a, if he hasn't with a man in his mouth.
8: I've talked with parents, their kids, some of them adult children, have been ensnared with this LGBTQ cult, and they've cut them off. You are in a cult, and in the name of Jesus Christ, I stand against this devil of hell, this LGBTQ cult in our country. I command you in the name of Jesus to be thrown down.
2: Well, fuck off, okay? Uh, fuck you with a dried-out cactus. Really? In the name of Jesus!
3: And
8: loose the people of this country. Let go of their minds. Let go of their families. Let go of our reins of government in this nation. You will not drag us into your pit.
2: Yeah. Oh, he's a very busy boy. And, of course, uh, as is always the case, he can't stop thinking about men having sex with men. Hoo-wee! Uh, I'd love to see this dude's browser history.
8: I'm tired of seeing good people that are paying a price because of the idiots in the country that want to make you think that a man's got to be able to go up and slobber all over another man and hug and kiss him and pretend like they're married. This whole country is under an absolute just, just...
2: just All that hugging and slobbering and kissing. Tell us more about the kissing, Jason. Hoo-wee! Uh, Jason Rapport used to be a member of the Arkansas legislature. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, Jeremy and Vermont pointed out preaching fuck. He didn't say dragged by coincidence. Being dragged into their pit. What, 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 do you, what, what do you want to bet his drag name is Anita Dick and me?
8: This veil of deceit. And deception absolutely is an attack of the devil on this country. It's an attack of the devil on you. It's an attack of the devil on everything that you stand for. Everything that you believe in. And why, just tell me, why do we let it go on like this?
2: Why? Well, maybe because you're sitting there telling your congregations about the men slobbering on and kissing and hugging all over each other, smolikin' for God's sake, smolikin'. They're smolikin'. He'd kind of like, he'd kind of like to get some smolikin', a little cuddle, a little hug, a little kissing right on the mouth, eater. But at the end of the day, he wants theocracy. You know, and he's got plans for the
8: queers. We must take authority. God told us to go out there and be fruitful. Multiply. Fill the earth. Subdue it. And have dominion over everything. Yep, dominionist. Ding, 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 ding. Fill the earth subdue it to take authority. And friends, the reason the country is struggling, the reason you've got thirty-two trillion dollars in debt, and no no
2: holds barred. The preacher's always gonna worry about money, ain't he?
8: The reason we come to brinksmanship over and over again on the national debt is because the Christians in America have failed to take authority and now is the time to choose. Now is the time to stand. Now is the time to plan. Now is the time to fight. Now is the time to to work together. To save the country. Look, do you think that America is going to be free with a bunch of drag queens running this
2: place? Ding. And the duck drops from the ceiling. Save the secret. We and win a prize. No. Do you think America can
8: remain free and strong with a bunch of Antifa nuts
2: running around? To- and, so it, and so it was that after blathering about drag queens and queers, the goddess of irony compelled Jason Rappert to talk about nuts. Destroying property? No.
8: And if you're tired of that stuff, then it's time to make a change. This is a nation of the people, by the people, and for the people.
2: It was created... And of course, course, LGBTQ people are,
8: not you know, people. ...for you to be in charge. A nation of the people, by the people, and for the people. So when we have politicians and elected officials that are... corrupt,
2: You know that 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 line so that a nation of the people by the people and of and for the people shall not perish from the earth that's from abraham lincoln's gettysburg address i wonder if jason rappert knows that back when he was traveling circuit as a lawyer there in illinois abraham lincoln slept with another man in the same bed every night and that it, it, it when it got cold like it was here last night the night before they tended to snuggle up a little bit you know just reserving body heat
8: rup they need to be taken out send them to jail send them to prison just like i've seen some people do even while i was serving in the arkansas legislature would you see people like joe biden taking Taking advantage of position and enriching his family like he has done, it's time to take him out.
2: Now tell us about Josh Duggart, Jason. There's a good Christian. I know you're all worried about the groomers. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy says, I bet he's jealous of like George Santos has lied and lied about. I wonder if George Santos knows anything about Jason Rapport. Preacher fuck, uh, Jeremy continues, how about the whole freedoms of and freedom from religion and religious assholes like him? You think he's ever read that document which doesn't say a damn thing about our nation's chosen religion? No. And by the way, it doesn't say Christianity either. It says religion. Ben Franklin was a member of the Constitutional Convention. And Ben Franklin was an honorary member of Of the synagogue in Philadelphia. Yeah. I know, Matt. I know. LGBTQ cult? I'm in a cult? I had no idea. Where do I send my dues? Uh, That man cannot be allowed to slobber on and gently kiss while massaging his manly muscles, smelling the whiskey on his breath, his hands all over me, Lord. He took me, Lord. He took me, and I liked it. I really liked it. Matt, you wrote that with a little too much conviction. (laughs) You you left the sweaty part out of the manly muscles. Smells like a man. And he he hates... Oh... Always worried about books. Because grooming... See, I'm still trying to figure that part out, the grooming part. How is it... That I was groomed... For my entire... Young life... To be cis? Shouldn't I have been... Well... Shouldn't I? Shouldn't I wound up sis? I mean, I, I, I never, I never met a trans person. Not one. Closest I ever got was Corporal Klinger on Mash, and there was—I <laughs> know—Ralphs. <laughs> it's a man baby he's a man baby all them books with all them queer things I I better read every one of them you know my friends I better read each and every one to find all the queer things this is what
8: the NACL does every day all across this country. We are fighting for the lives of little babies. We are fighting against the people that are putting
2: the... the I mean, they're fighting for the lives of little babies, but not not the little babies that have been you know already born, because our national debt!
8: queer books into your school libraries and trying to groom these children into homosexuality. We're standing up, we're pursuing school board policies to save the nation. We're standing up and have our members running bills in the halls of the state legislatures to stand up against this woke ideology, to push back against the things of the devil in our country.
2: Hmm. Oh, he's... But uh, with all of this, it's, it's worth it's worth remembering that this is the leader of the group that Mullah Mike Johnson will offer a keynote to. And, of course, they're Christian nationalists, so that's another way of saying white supremacist. Right Wing Watch noted... When the National Association of Christian Lawmakers held a meeting earlier this year, participants used it as an opportunity to discuss plans to strip public libraries of their funding, convince states to designate June as Christian History Month, you know, because pride, and defend the practice of imposing the death penalty for sodomy. The death penalty.
0: the death penalty
2: I mean we make fun of these assholes but they are perilously uh, uh, close to taking power and all you have to do is read the Heritage Foundation's project 2025 Yeah, all that woke stuff. Feed the hungry. House the homeless. Clothe the naked. Yeah, that woke stuff, and 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 you know, there are no qualifiers that not uh, not cl- feed the hungry that I approve of. Nope. Nope. He's a demon. Uh, As of uh, last week, there were only 300 tickets left to see Mullah Mike Johnson deliver the keynote. Honor this wonderful Christian servant leader for his leadership in our nation. And his close and friendly ties with Mother Ooh-wee. and 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 then there's uh, uh, Jameson Taylor, for whom not even Rafaelito Eduardo Cruz, the Anointed booger and Future King of America, is enough. I mean, that's saying something. When Ted Cruz ain't Christian enough for you,
6: whoo. I encountered the headline, Ted Cruz condemns sweeping anti-gay Uganda law. Cruz tweeted, this Uganda law is horrific and wrong. Any law criminalizing homosexuality or imposing the death penalty for aggravated homosexuality is grotesque and an abomination.
2: Yeah, well, you know, may, may, maybe maybe Ted's had a little bit of a turnaround. Being how he's got a teenage queer daughter that he just about drove to suicide. There's Brother Deacon's scientific mind again. Don't these butch manly men of God ever think about the positive impact that the Sodermites have on their lifestyle? More solder mites means more poontang left left on the table, table, for the very straight and manly guys like Jason Rapert. No, I don't think he's quite as straight and manly. I, well, I don't mean that. no. I, don't, I just don't think he's quite as straight as he comes across. Probably a couple of pairs of maiden forms in the back of his boxer short drawer.
6: All civilized nations should join together in condemning this human rights abuse. Hashtag #LGBTQ Wait,
2: uh, Matt, 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 Matt. I mean, you don't have the video or anything, so you don't get the gesture. Did you hear the gesture? The hands fly up. The wrist flips out. But you can hear you can hear it in the vocalization when he says #Hashtag. I mean, I'm just checking in because you, you you're, you're the you're, you're the one with the uh, finely tuned sense of radar. I'm uh, gonna you know, pot this up a little bit more. I want to make sure it's completely audible.
6: And an abomination. All civilized nations should join together in condemning this human rights abuse. Hashtag LGBTQ. i got to wonder if he knows uh,
2: Matt Schlapp. I mean, I want to tread lightly here, but hashtag, and he doesn't, oh, if this, I don't even have, I'm a girl and I don't have, have hand gestures like that.
6: The death penalty for aggravated homosexuality is grotesque and an abomination. All civilized nations should an abomination. Join together in condemning this human rights abuse. Hashtag #LGBTQ Senator Cruz seems to have forgotten that, following British law, the American colonies imposed the death penalty for sodomy. Thomas Jefferson, among others.
2: Thomas Jefferson
6: sought to change these laws, calling instead for castration. And that was because he wanted to reserve the death penalty only for murder and treason. Likewise, the very lenient Quakers in Pennsylvania preferred to punish sodomy with whipping, forfeiture of one-third of one's property, and six months hard labor.
2: Hard labor. Oh, goddess of irony, I'm going to owe you an entire case of rubber chickens this evening at midnight, even if it's cold outside.
6: For a first offense, I would thus refer Senator Cruz to hashtag American Founding and hashtag Divine Law and Natural Law.
2: Oh, my heavenly days. (sighs) Hmm. Uh, Matt says, if it's not made in forms, it's definitely black leather chaps. Hashtag black leather chaps. I don't... Oh, dear me. You, you knew there'd have to be some Prayer Meet and Wednesday material in Prayer Meet and Wednesday, didn't you? Yeah. And we are into the third hour of the program. If, there, if, you, if there's something uh, you might like to... Uh, uh, offer up in way of conversation, please feel free. You can get through on the stress line. 844-843-4676, 844-THE-HORN. And uh, 304-574-8178 gets you in as well. And you can get through on Skype. Robin, R-O-B-Y-N, Kincaid, K-I-N-C-A-I-D-H-O-R-N, Robin, Kincaid Horn, hashtag. Oh my God. Whoops! Hey, let's ban the sodomy. Yes, congregants, let's make it a fabulous ban, says Emilio. oh dear heavenly days uh randy radar remember billy graham i uh, try not to but yeah he used to talk about little devils and big dwivels and in between devils especially the in between devils those would be your by devils why, why 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 do they have to be this way What is so empty and hollow and wrong, and abjectly miserable in their lives that they're so focused on how people love each other? I, I, I swear it, it's it's the same whether it's the same with any portion of the. Uh, of the lgbtq community these cis allegedly het straight christian guys you know spend more th- more time thinking about how queer people have sex than queer people spend thinking about how queer people have sex it- it's not complicated that it is for them because they hunger for a certain kind of love that they know they can never have because their sky daddy would spank them if they did. God, so gross. And, uh, By the way, uh, the Jameson Jameson Taylor dude, uh, he uh, he was speaking at the uh, NACL meeting earlier this year. That's what can be expected on December the 5th. Thank you, Emilio. We are now down to $35 to go to finish uh, with uh, Roger's challenge, and there will be 30 beyond that. So $65 results in 1500 to finish the month of November. But I guess Rafaelito felt chastised because... Rafaelito has recently introduced and he's terribly, terribly proud of himself he's introduced in the Senate of the United States with a war in Israel not getting funded because he'd like to fund that but more importantly the most dire struggle for democracy on planet earth in Ukraine going presently unfunded Well, Rafaelito, yeah, that's his real name. I'm Rafael Eduardo Cruz. That is his real name. I want to be completely clear about that. I'm not. I'm, I'm not playing. I'm not clowning around. His name is Rafael Eduardo Cruz. And every time I, I every time I say his name, his first name, I think of that line from. Uh, being there, where uh, uh, Peter Sellers, Chance the Gardener, Chauncey Gardner, Chance the Gardener, is confronted by someone in D.C. who says, "If you see Raphael, you tell him I'm looking for him." Uh, Raphael. So, Rafael Eduardo Cruz has introduced in the Senate of the United States the Safeguarding Honest Speech Act, the Shh Act, which would uh, prohibit federal funds from enforcing policies that require federal employees. To use preferred pronouns or names. This is the good part. This is the hypocrisy part. Names other than an individual's legal name. Now, if you go up and you say, Hey, you, what's your name? Raphael will say, Hi, I'm Ted Cruz. Ted as anyone who ever has seen Bill and Ted's excellent adventure knows, is the shortened form of Theodore. Okay, granted, uh, there's there's a little bit of wiggle room there. Ted is also a nickname, not a real name, not a birth certificate name for Eduardo. But in in Cuban Spanish, and uh, uh, Emilio, could you help here, because my Spanish literacy is something approaching zero. Is there a tad uh, or a ted in Spanish if someone's name is Eduardo? uh, Are there people in, I don't know, El Salvador, Mexico, Cuba, Dominican Republic, Guatemala, Argentina, Chile, Peru, Colombia, Ecuador, whose names are Eduardo and they're called Ted. Just looking for accuracy here in this little, uh, this little program that we maintain. We do try to be accurate. But yes, people's preferred pronouns could not be used. uh, Nor could names other than the legal name of the person. So I'm hoping that one of the snarkier members, do we have any snarky members of the Democratic caucus in the Senate of the United States, will start referring to... Ted as Eduardo Rafael no no do it according to refer to him as Rafael Eduardo Cruz the junior senator from the state of Texas and ask him what his preferred pronoun or what his actual pronouns are You, would they would they be would they be Spanish pronouns it's a Spanish name Rafael Eduardo Cruz yeah exactly Ralph LOL so Rafael Eduardo Cruz would have to call himself Rafael Eduardo Cruz yes and uh, Jeremy noting um, he calls himself Ted because if he used the name uh, The spirit makes it easy for his God to make him legally a greasy spot. (laughs) Okie doke. (laughs) The the funny thing is, though, uh, preferred pronouns? Well, then under his bill, if there was a snarky member of the Democratic caucus in the Senate of the United States... And Rafael Eduardo Cruz prefers he, him, his pronouns. If someone were to call him she, her, hers, he could not object. because he would have no right to have, to, to insist that his that, that their preferred that their preferred pronouns be used. he's really not the sharpest fork in the toaster. living proof that uh, why Pippo Affirmative action hasn't particularly worked out well for the Ivy League. Now, I don't want anybody getting upset or worried or anything. This bill is going nowhere. This is for the rubes back in Texas because Raphael is being out-fundraised and is in trouble and very nearly lost his last election. And so this will be for the purposes of a video to to to, to motivate the Hicks and the wool hats back in Texas. Now bill, the bill language says that. Uh, It is to to prohibit the use of funds to implement, administer, or enforce measures requiring certain employees to refer to an individual by the preferred pronouns of such individual or a name other than the legal name of such individual and for other purposes. Here's the fun part. It was it was jointly introduced in both the Senate and the House of Representatives, and in the House of Representatives it was introduced by Tennessee's answer, Tennistan's answer. To George Anthony DeVolder uh, boom boom uh, <laughs> Santos trying to work through Civil War generals and basketball players and hockey players and uh, yeah Andy Ogles the guy who dummied up his resume and said that he was things that he wasn't and he was a child trafficking expert and Fundraised for a cemetery that didn't build. Yeah. In a joint press release about a week ago, he and Andy Ogles. I wonder wonder if Rafael Eduardo Cruz knows about Andy Ogles. Whose name isn't Andy Ogles, by the way. We're going to be going back to using full names again. You know, forcing anyone to use pronouns that don't accord with a person's biological sex is an unconstitutional violation of the First Amendment. My biological sex is female. I mean, take my blood. It's going to be just running chock-a-block with estrogen and progesterone. That's biology, y'all. All As the Supreme Court held, if there is any fixed star in our constitutional constellation, it is that no official, high or petty, can prescribe what shall be orthodox in politics, nationalism, religion, or other matters of opinion. The government has no business compelling anyone to use pronouns that contradict biological reality. He's been spending a little too much time listening to Matt Walsh and little Benny uh, Benny, uh, Dry Wife Shapiro. And then Andy Ogles, Santos de Volder, said, uh, Can you imagine getting reprimanded or barred from your job for not using an individual's preferred pronouns? Unfortunately, that is exactly what the Biden regime has imposed in its latest guidance from the Department of Health and Human Services. The radical left is actively coercing the speech of individuals, all in service of a delusional, woke agenda. The Merkin people shouldn't be axed by their government to subsidize violations of the Constitution of the New United States of America, the greatest country in the history of the world on earth today, now forever in the universe, under God. Amen. So, uh, now, the LGBTQ plus community is necessarily worried about this because if the Republicans get a a majority in the House and a majority in the Senate, and if they get a Republican in the White House, this shit will pass. It's not going to pass in this, in this, this term of Congress. But Project 2025 is a very real and very terrifying thing not just for LGBTQ people, but for everyone in this country who isn't cisgender, heterosexual, white, and evangelical Christian, or, you know, uh, wild-eyed Catholic or Orthodox or whatever. I wasn't unchristianing them, evangelical Christians. or You know what I mean. Uh, Sarah Kate Ellis is the president and CEO of GLAAD. She said uh, that's the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. Anti-LGBTQ extremists attempting to erase trans people by purposely ignoring their pronouns, gender, and authentic name are nothing new. In fact, we even have names for these insidious acts, misgendering and deadnaming. This latest attempt by Senator Cruz, who does not go, go by his own legal name... To prohibit the federal government, the nation's largest employer from respecting employees' authentic name and pronouns is not only dangerous and demeaning, it's hypocritical. Over at the Human Rights Campaign, uh, Brandon Wolf said, The irony of Ted Cruz, who is known by his chosen nickname, attempting to use the government to police the names that others use, is... Lost on no one. bill is a shameful attempt to control others and will be rejected. For now. But damn. And then there's... Uh... Uh, then uh, there, there is, uh, and all of this is in the name of Jesus. Uh, wait a minute, uh, Matt sent this along. That clip from Carrie. That's what I hear in my head when preachers talk about the evil gaze. Yeah, the smell of roadhouse whiskey. Margaret White saves Carrie.
0: I should have killed myself when he put it in me. After the first time, before we were married, Ralph promised never again. He
9: promised,
0: and I believed him. But sin never dies. Sin never dies. At first, it was all right. We lived sinlessly. We slept in the same bed, but we never did. And then... That night... I saw him looking down at me that way. We got down on our knees to pray for strength. i smelled smell the whiskey on his breath. And he took me took me with the stink of the, felt the roadhouse whiskey on his breath and i liked it i liked it well that dirty touching in his hands up on me all over me i should have given you to god when you were born and i was weak and backsliding But the devil has come home. home. We'll pray. Yes. yes. We'll pray. We'll pray. We'll pray. For the last time. We'll pray. Oh, Father, what?
3: Out comes the
2: knife. Happy Mother's Day. Questions. Uh, um, Emilio answering my uh, call for information says, Ted Duardo, as far as I know, there's no Ted-like nickname in Spanish for folks named Eduardo... The only Ted-like name I can think of is Teodoro, which is the Spanish version of Theodore. Now, as a corollary, folks who are named Francisco in Colombia are called Pacho. That would be a nickname reserved for friends or in casual occasions. Nicknames probably do vary a bit by country in South and Central America. I've never heard of a Ted. Maybe it's a Canadian thing. Uh, Christopher Santos aliases. Robin, you cannot forget Karch Kirali in your list of aliases. Remember how Sir Honorable Esquire, Your Majesty, Dr. Santos regaled us with his unforgettable feats of strength on the volleyball courts of Mirka? How could I forget Karch Kirali? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's quality. Um, uh, Jude sent this along. I think this was referenced to Melania, uh, uh, the light in a sea of darkness. I could not help but notice in an in, enclosed in photo our former president, Jimmy Carter, who's been on, in hospice for around seven months, and there in the front row to the right, he's honoring his beloved wife and traveling companion in an extended wheelchair. Heartrending. Yeah. He will be with her soon enough. Thanks, Jude. Yeah, well, the problem, Ralph, is AOC can't do it to Ted because she's not on the floor of the Senate. She's in the House, but she could certainly do it to Andy Ogles. Because I'm sure Andy is not his given name let's see if we can find out william andrew ogles the 4 so uh, going forward he should be referred to as william andrew ogles the 4 and use and, and until he turns in uh, either blood work or mm, chromosome stuff uh, i there's no um, uh, there's 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 no, there's no other pronoun for him but they them Jesus these people and so from there oh, uh karch karch karai uh, FYI, the pronunciation of his name, says Stephen York, is Karch is Karai. Your daily message from your local neighborhood pedant, yes. Was that a reference to him then in Pink Floyd the Pink Floyd's The Wall? You remember? There's a little there's a little background voice uh, somewhere along the way that says Kuro Karai. Hmm? I had forgotten about the karai part. Thank you for being the pedant that, you know, we. You're the pet you're the pedant that we both need and and, and deserve. So now we find ourselves. Um, with some attorneys general uh, in particular the attorney general of Alabama, one Steve Marshall who has filed a brand new lawsuit against the Biden administration and he's been joined by the Attorneys General of Alaska Stan, Arkansas Stan, Georgia Stan, Idaho Stan, taliban Indiana, Iowa Stan, Kentucky Stan, Louisiana Stan, Mississippi Stan, Missouri Stan, Montana Stan, Nebraska Stan, Ohio Stan, South Carolina Stan, Tennessee Stan, Texas Stan, uh, Virginia Stan, and West Virginia Stan. West Virginia Stan. Why? Because they are suing the Biden administration, because the Biden administration has said uh, that uh, via the Department of Health and Human Services, uh, the uh, the, uh, Department for Children and Families, they have proposed a rule called the Safe and Appropriate Foster Care Placement Requirements for Titles 4E and 4B. And it requires that states uh, for those two classifications to label states' foster care programs as safe or unsafe depending on the degree to which those states are affirming of foster kids who are, by definition, about as fragile as it gets in either their sexual orientation or their gender identity, or else them no get no money. Hmm. Steve Marshall's terribly upset, y'all, and so is Pill Push and Patty Morrissey here in uh, almost level West by Cole Manchinia stand. Well, proposed policy presents serious concerns for faith-based foster care providers and families with traditional viewpoints. Uh, uh, Given the high correlation between persons of faith and foster care, the proposed rule threatens to directly harm children in need by limiting the number of available foster homes risk kinship placements and increased costs for speech. In other words, they want to be able to stick the little queer kids in homes where they can have the queer beaten out of them or converted out of them. Because shithole states like Alabama and mine, others, uh, have no prohibition on conversion therapy, which is not a therapy and doesn't convert anyone but is in fact a form recognized the world over as of torture. There are, I'm sure, plenty of foster parents available who would love and affirm foster kids and their gender identity and their sexuality. What it is is Steve Marshall doesn't want them fostering the kids. And again, this is another reminder that the Biden administration, I know, I know, not nearly progressively pure enough, not by a long shot, but still the most affirming, most protective of the LGBTQ plus community of any presidential administration in the entire history of the United States of America. But he's old right but that has to count for something and the lgbt community q community by god cannot sit on its hands in this election because there are i'm not kidding camps waiting for us if we don't show up and make sure that every human being we can find shows up and gives Joe Biden a second term in office. I think back to the conversation I had with our dear friend Allie a few weeks back, maybe a couple of months now. I don't know, I can't remember. Where she said by the by by, by two thousand twenty eight, Gen Z will be fully engaged adults and it can spell the absolute doom of the Republican Party. We have to buy Gen Z the time that they need. Uh, Steve Marshall wasn't done. Since the first century, Christians across the globe have answered the call to provide a home and a family to children who had neither. Alabama boasts a particularly strong faith-based foster care and adoption, community, tie, and I'll fight this administration for them, ever step the way. Joe Biden continues to harass our state and others like it by implicitly threatening to withhold federal funding for children in need if we do not conform to his ideology, but our values are not for sale. Conversion therapy yesterday, conversion therapy today, conversion therapy forever. But what about the sincerely held religious beliefs of the queer people? Well, they don't, they don't matter. They don't care. So this will wind up before our, uh, our most and dread sovereign supreme catholic majesties who, following precedent, will probably... Rule against the Biden administration's attempts to protect queer kids, queer foster kids, queer kids who have been subject to abuse and neglect uh, by parents and loved ones, loved ones, to more abuse and more neglect, even unto torture. I don't know about you, but I find that chilling and horrifying. Meanwhile, that Christian grift, the alliance defaming freedom for whom Mullah Mike Johnson once worked as counsel, has themselves a new case. You might recall uh, mm, earlier this year, Back in the late winter, early spring, I know Jeremy remembers this. Uh, the Middle of Vermont Christian School declared that in the name of Jesus, they would not put their girls' basketball team on the tournament floor. I'm, what am I doing with the corn pone accent in Vermont? We will not put our precious young ladies on the floor with a tranny. And then I am of Jesus. And in sports, when you refuse to take the floor or the field or the pitch, you forfeit. And you lose. Which is what is exactly what happened to Middle Vermont Christian School in an act of their own choosing. They decided not to play. No one told them they couldn't. But after the whole kerfuffle, was, uh, the dust had settled, well, then uh, the Vermont Principals Association said, oh, and by the way, y'all can't, y'all can't play anymore. Because if you can't play by the rules, you can't play. Because Vermont is a civilized state that refuses to engage in revolting bigotry against trans kids and particularly trans girls all these bills are always about trans girls they've got testosterone they have natural they're stronger than our girls And so that that, that, shy, that, that, that that shyster grift, the Alliance Defaming Freedom, will eventually be barking and grunting and hooling and howling and mewling and puking in front of our most puissant, dread-sovereign Supreme Catholic Majesties about how the closely held religious beliefs in bigotry and hatred are being trampled. By the Vermont Principals Association. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Uh, Jeremy says uh, Vermonters do talk like a Kennedy. <laughs> Is that a Kennedy? Are all my New Englanders just Kennedys? Pack the car in have it yard. Hmm. <sighs> yeah. So, you know, here that comes. There's no evidence to suggest that the girl would have caused that. Hell, they might have lost to the middle Vermont Christian school. Hell, she might have turned her ankle and had to spend the game on the bench. All kinds of things happen in basketball games, whether it's church league or whatever. But you know, you just know. Oh, and uh, uh, David in South Carolina, stand, Pastor Niemöller. Uh, I I wonder if people don't get Niemöller's quote or if they never heard of it. Probably both. I'd say you're right. Yes, both. Uh, Yes, says Jeremy, but we don't speak like a Kennedy. I didn't realize I was doing Kennedy speak. We go to the moon not because it is easy, but because it is hot. <sighs> okay, maybe I'm guilty as charged, Jeremy. So again, we got sixty five dollars to turn into fifteen hundred. Sixty five dollars. Six people at ten, one at five. Uh, two at 3250 four at 16 and a quarter I know y'all love it when I do math and we got 14 minutes to do it in so we can have a fundraising free uh, thorn in the side Thursday it would be so good to do that it would be damn Oh, let's go over to the stress line. Hey, it's not going to be a three-hour filler Robster. after all. Hey, welcome to the program. Well, it won't be that, it won't be that much different, Robin. Hi, Jeremy.
11: Uh, I do remember that case you were just talking about. And the kerfuffle, to be specific, was they were going to play one team locally who had one trans student on it.
2: Yes, one trans girl, just one.
11: Right, Just one. And they freaked out over it.
2: Yeah, it wasn't like they were fielding, you know, five, six foot, four inch boys with handlebar mustaches and foo man shoes for fuck's sake.
11: And I forget the exact details, but one of the two teams—I want to say this weirdo Dominus Christian School—had a very, very bad record. They couldn't win with their own team of all genetic females, and this is part of their like kerfuffle as they
2: oh
3: yeah against kindergartners?
11: The same old. Right, the whole thing, you know, bone structure, all the crazy shit you hear, even though once you take away the male testosterone, there's no difference in the body other than several parts. All that muscle fades, all that stuff that comes as a guy slowly goes away, the longer you're on (sighs) T-blockers.
2: Believe me, I know.
11: You would know, yes, and other people would know too, but if you know anything scientifically about it, you know the iron is bullshit, and that's why the bone principle had tough shit play, or we ban you, and that's what they did. And I have a feeling when it comes to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court will probably see it, and they will go with what the lower courts say here, which will say, tough luck, player don't play, your choice.
2: Exactly. I mean, I, I hope that the courts will do that, but I have no faith in the Supreme. I think uh, when it goes to the District Court, in, I, I presume there's only one district uh, federal district court in Vermont. Uh, the Alliance Defaming right. Freedom will lose. And they'll lose yep. again at the at the United States Circuit Court of Appeals level. And then Fappy and Sammy Bad Breath and Ann's boy Neil Gorsuch and the Handmaid and uh, Beer Boof and Brat will get hold of it. And, of course, all balls and strikes. And... Yeah, because they really are a gang of theocrats uh, with the bit in their teeth.
11: They are, but I'd like to think they defer to the lower courts. If all the lower courts said the same thing, I don't think suddenly they'd overturn it on, on a dime, especially given what it is, and it's so clearly what the case is from. I mean, given all the facts, it's quite clearly going after one child. And they're basically separating one child from, I don't know, 40, no, there's less than that, probably... 10, 15,000 kids in Vermont. I mean, come on! It doesn't prejudice what is
2: exactly. But again, I think you are, I think anyone is, uh, a little overly optimistic that the court would do that because they've got an out now, Jeremy. There's no his, There's no history and tradition in the history and tradition of the United States of America of little boys playing girls' basketball, never mind the fact that there was no history and tradition of girls' basketball either.
11: Where are these people when you have little girls firing muskets at Confederates or, you know, northern troops? Where were these same people? <clears throat> so there's well-documented cases of females dressing with a male and fighting the Civil War and not being outed until they are hurt grievously, and then, oh my God, they pulled off your shirt. Oh, you're not a girl, and you're not a guy. Oh, you need to go home. I mean, no punishment. <laughs> no punishment. Just go home. And there's also documented cases of those same women doing the same exact thing once they're healed, sneaking back into the battlefield. But so where are these weirdos then?
2: Well, but see, those are women going into male roles. That's not what gets. That's not. That's I, what not get. That's the, that's not what gets the Alliance defaming freedoms, maiden forms, in a bunch.
11: I know. And then on a totally separate subject, we talked, you talked about this last night, and I emailed you about it. This was Jason Creep. We shot the three Palestinians yeah. over the weekend. Yes. It, it ties a little closer to home than I thought it did. And my mom goes to, uh, it made national news to some extent too, but not quite with the shooting. About a month ago, my mom's church was a universalist church. Wrote to senators and stuff and said we need to ban the homeless from our front porches. And it wasn't out of hate; it was because they would spend two hours a day cleaning up that porch from what the homeless and the drug addicts left the night before. We're talking trails of blood, from needles, picking up needles, washing down feces. They did this for months on end, and always felt like they couldn't do anything. To a point where they finally said, "You can no longer, no longer stay here; it's becoming a problem." They had to lock their dumpster because. We're going through the dumpster for dirty needles. Good but God. that's a separate story. But the same church sent out a notice this week in the congregation of my mom said, and They said, You may recognize this man. It was Jason Easton. Evidently, Saturdays for quite some time now, six months, he would come down on his own free will and help clean up the churchyard. He was unattached to the church, had nothing to do with it, but he would help helping this cleanup effort. So whatever That says, great, you still shot three people, you're still a weirdo. But the other thing is, last Sunday, before he was arrested, my parents went to church. And i said this several times. My parents are quite clearly a mixed couple. And my dad let my mom and my niece off. And my dad recalls seeing a strange, all kind of, I don't know, awkward guy standing kind of off the side of the church, staring at him, staring at my mom and my knees and he noticed that this is the same guy with jason he's outside the church watching people walk in and i said i don't want to jump to conclusions but you have to wonder in that case what he thought
2: i don't think you can help but wonder
11: i'm right and i mean i said i don't want to, i didn't want to be mean but i said well, you just don't know anymore because they haven't been able to prove a hate crime but for all the people who say it's not a hate crime why was it three Palestinians and not three walker by of just generic people, like three random people walking together? Why was it three guys in, with Arabic dress on speaking broken English and Arabic? Why was it them?
2: Well, I think it was the Arabic and the Kafiyas.
11: Right. I think it was, too, and I think most rational people say that, but the people who don't want to live there will try to start it off as, well, I'll of violence. Hey, no, this is specific. I mean, clearly it is, but the... Obviously ladies do not like to admit it's a clearly thought out thing. No, I didn't realize that. I don't see it that way. I see it no, it couldn't be that. Had to have been something else, which just a generic attack. No, it wasn't. No fucking way was it.
2: Well that I mean that is okay. one thing that's one thing worth uh, bearing in mind. Mullah Mike Johnson, Jeremy, says that there should not be any hate crimes laws.
11: Yeah, he's creepy. He, like he said a month ago, he's got closets with doors in a closet, many, many closets.
2: In in, in Mullah Mike's and father's many, mansion, there are many closets.
11: Many closets, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, I have to let you go because i got another phone call coming in, but I just want to tune you up. On okay, well, I, I, pre- I appreciate
2: you bringing us up to speed. It's always good when a story has uh, a local correspondent. Thank you, Jeremy.
11: Well,
2: unfortunately, it doesn't. I wish it didn't, but it does I know. <laughs> I know. All right, okay. Later. And that's Jeremy calling from Vermont. So that's the that's Prayer Meeting Wednesday, y'all. But we have a fantastic offer on the table. I just got a note from Charlene in Rogues Island who said if somebody will just come up with $15, she'll cover the other 50 and we will be Done with the humongous, tremendous, profound, happy holidays, true tripling challenge. And a fundraising free Thorn in the Side Thursday. Come on. Fifteen bucks. Fifteen bucks. So thank you, Charlene. I hope that can happen. Uh, Ralph said, come on, people. Thank you, Ralphs. So, thank you to our Patreon and PayPal subscribers. Thank you to each and every one of you, our a la carte contributors, our challenge sponsors, all of you. Thanks to each and every one of you who share your precious finite time engaging in the program in whatever manner you so choose. Thank you. To our all-volunteer staff, thank you, Roger, in the chat room. Roger will be playing hooky tomorrow, making lemon curd, and I'm jealous. Thank you to our news ninjas. Thank you, Brother Deacon Asa, head on .live. Remember, please, with regard to the podcast, please like it and subscribe to it. Maybe leave a comment. It really does help. Thanks, John Fox in Australia. Thank you, Ben Birch, whiterosesociety.org. Thank you. To the hardest-working, bravest people I know, the folks at Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net, 20-plus years at the forefront of the struggle for human rights and environmental justice in Appalachia, and a proud union shop, please stay safe. Get your booster. Get your RSV vaccine. Get your flu shot. Think about your pneumococcal pneumonia if you're within the risk group. Wear your mask when you're around groups of five or more, especially if they're maggots. Wash your hands, don't touch your face, use your hand sanitizer, carry it with you, pocket or purse. Maintain your social distance as best you can. And here it is. We have qualified for the tripling challenge. Thank you to Colin. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Brother Deacon Asa thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you that's huge I can't tell you how huge that's a very big deal so it's a miracle and thank you to Mark oh Mark, that's great so uh, we have met it and then some woohoo says Ralphs so as the program draws to an end if a guy who won't even use his own given name comes toward you and says we've got to use everybody's real biological pronouns never mind the pronouns aren't biological and we've got to use their real given names well Ignore Rafael Eduardo Cruz, whose name is not Ted, like the plague, because he is. And always, 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 Gina, it's all for you. Love you, Wayne. Later.